Welcome, everybody. Episode 25 to the Rink Podcast. Huff, number 25. Anyone you know? Hockey player. No. Feels like a milestone, though. Quarter of a James, century. Yeah. Quarter of a century. James Van Riemsdyk was 25. Oh. He Not, also uh, that's, uh, that, uh, that's Vander Beek, I believe. James oh, Vander sorry, Beek. Sorry. Yeah. Another legend. Joke. How are you? Anyway, you had a good week? Uh, yeah, had a, uh, had a good week, had a big, uh, e- if you were an East end hockey parent on right. Saturday night, you were most likely at uh factory girl on the Danforth for, uh, for the rage. I was not there. I was not uh, there. G-Cat, do I, I don't it? understand what how you the weren't party? there. What's the inner it club was, I'm not a part of here. Well, it was, a, it's a, a lot of it was my men's hockey league, the, the teal, um, a legendary East side, uh, hockey league. Uh, and uh, Bob Acton Sports, and it was a charity event. Five thousand dollars was raised. Okay, and wow. uh, many great. pints and stuff was uh, enjoyed. I did see. I was right at that our... tipsy spot. Right, I saw you in the background holding a couple drinks. I didn't know if they were yours or you're holding them for people, but I oh, saw yeah, some no, pictures on uh, on the social feed. I felt left out. I'll be honest; I did not get an invite. I did not know about it. I just knew you were going, and you didn't even invite me. So, well, it is a um, you had to, there was a, a max capacity, okay. and it so was I didn't a, quite make a ticket. You had to have a ticket yeah. to go. So I was just on the other and line was, of that, is what you're saying? Yeah. Well, it, we didn't really open. It doesn't really get opened up to po, uh, to um, if you're not in the teal. It's sort of hard to get in. Teal being could, probably could have snuck you in there. Toronto East and Hockey League. And Hockey League. I think no. And uh, East Toronto East Teal East End. Yeah. Yeah. Toronto East End. Toronto East. I think that's what it stands for. And. And T E East and T E E H L. Okay. Anyway, we'll move on. It was a busy week for you. That's good. And a good party, which I missed. So I hope it was okay. Um, we had a good time. Good, 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 good. I'm happy to hear that. Um, so what about we had, so just on our side, we had the Ted Reeve uh, back in the, in the Thunderdome, if you will. Yes. At, uh, yeah, we had that opening. So on Thursday, we won a 3-2 win last week over North Toronto. So that was nice. But you're right. We were talking a bit before. Fry's not open yet. Fry's, there's no, the snack bar itself was not open. I was at Ted Reeve for uh, kids hockey, school hockey on yeah. Monday, maybe Monday or yeah. Tuesday. And okay. I noticed they were in the snack bar area. They looked like they were mm. doing some construction. Well, we'll be, we're back there tomorrow. Um, for those watching, you can see I'm in a hotel room. I'm in Vancouver, but I hope to land tomorrow in time to be back at Ted Reeve at the 9-10 game, uh, which I'll let you know if there's fries. Because when I land back from Vancouver here, I do think I'm going to want some fries, Ted Reeve. So I'll let you know next week if they're on or not. So, yeah, so that's good. Uh, tonight we got Golding Park up at the Herb Carnegie. So And, yeah, we're running into to the playoffs we're trying to have a good position going into that so that's that's what's going on with us here so uh puffy we've got a few new news developments mm-hmm. in the g this week so i don't know where you want to go yes. you want to talk about the green armband first sure we can do that first great idea why don't you yeah so you tell for those who it is for those that don't, don't know. know uh the gthl's come up with an initiative now uh, I did do a little reading. It was, I guess, in Quebec they've been doing it and a few other places, but the G's adopting it, and basically it's for new officials uh, that they'll wear a green armband 
just just to signify that they're a new official so that coaches, parents uh, maybe take it a little bit easier on them uh, if there's a right. call or two missed, which yeah. I think I think it, it definitely would would help me. I would <laughs> I would feel a little less uh, aggrieved if it's a, a new official over one of those veteran guys. That should know. Right. You, you, you think you'll hold yourself back. Like you're about to rage on them. You're about to scream something you shouldn't maybe, but you see yeah. the green armband, you're going to retreat. Is that right? For sure. For sure. But if you don't see the green armband open game for those guys, come on. Oh yeah. The sticks are coming over the board. No, <laughs> no, no, but, but definitely words will be exchanged. Right. I had a friend of mine from back in the day, Mr. Ryan pound. He used to do some officiating a long time ago. And he said one time when he was like first year refing at like 15 or 16 or something, he's like some parent was trying to hit him over the glass boards, like reached over the glass boards and was trying to like knock him on the helmet or something like that. It's crazy. eh? There is definitely some stories from parents. There's lots officials. of bad. Yeah. I think most of the bad parenting stuff you see that like the outrage is from like an official call, you know, 50% has got to be from a call 50 percent's got to be from like hitting on the ice or something like bad play against two players i'm assuming but uh, the yeah, officiators that's yeah fair. they spark anger they spark anger so the green armband we like we think it's a good idea for the g we're in now in the right. g i'd say the average age of the referees is right now is about 75 so we need to get <laughs> we need to get some young blood in there right because well the game yeah. is passing some of these guys by well i'll talk about this for a second so oz my son, he took the referee course, right? And we've emailed, I'll, I'll say, honestly, he's emailed a couple of arenas around us. We have not even heard back, not even an email back to say we got it, but we're full of referees because he's trying to be a referee. He's trying to yeah. get some time, but no one has reached out to him uh, from, you know, the arenas that we've applied to or he's reached out to on the email. So, you know, they got to get that cycle of young kids in to do that because I think, you know, I would, you know, he, he really wants to do it, but so far it's been hard to, you know, with some follow-up emails and everything, he hasn't been able to get in yet. So maybe well, if someone's I listening, definitely want to start doing yeah. it as well. When the kids are sort of done hockey, right. I think I want to take up the stripes. Take up the stripes. Okay. Well, um, I think that's a great idea. I'm going to, so that's like your retirement plan or like semi-retirement plan is like, you'll, yeah, semi-retirement. Your you're going to do the right yeah, I think mine's to be like a bartender at the Danforth Music Hall. Nice. That's like, yeah, that would be my like halftime. It would be a great and bartender. then serving fries at the arena. Oh yeah, I, I used to fries do it at the I arena. Do, fries at the arena in the day, bartend at night, some or in the early evening, and then bartend yeah. at night over at the Danforth. Anyway, fantastic. Um, so green arm band, we like. Okay, that's good. The other thing the G has announced is the 2024 U18 All-Star game. Nice. And so I guess we just finished the AAA U16 All-Star game. Mm-hmm. And then for those they don't know and I don't know, so I'm going to ask. There is no U17. It goes right to U18, right? After U16, you're just they group them together. Is that how that works? Uh for for AAA, there's no U uh 17. For AA, I think there is or single A. Maybe okay. single A there is. Okay. There is a U17 so for, AAA, for a no. couple of it. Yeah, so this one is the 22nd edition of the U18 All-Star Festival fueled by, who do you think? I'm going to say Gatorade. You got a Gatorade. It's Saturday, this Saturday, the 27th, with an A All-Star game setting the stage at 10 a.m., followed by the double-A All-Star matinee match at 1, and then the triple-A All-Star caps off the festivities at 4. Puck drops. Uh, All games take place on rink 1 at the Pond. Uh, admission to the festival included all game is free of charge. So if you got nothing to do this Saturday, 
head up to the pond, 10 a.m., 1 p.m., and 4 p.m., single A, double A, triple A, all-star U18 games. And uh, that sounds like a fun time. I actually might uh, head out to uh, the U18 single double uh, A and triple A games to see if there's anyone I can scout for our men's league. Start start getting right. some new this young is prime. This is the prime poaching area that you need, yeah. right? So starting with this, yeah, good. You don't need to go to university. Come live in Toronto and play in the men's league. I'm in. Is there hitting in men's league? Stupid question. Uh, I I maybe at the younger aged men's leagues. Uh, I can't right. imagine why Where anyone are you? would want plus, like plus 40. We're, yeah. Like, I'm your, in the, uh, like, over 40. We, we, I don't think we have a few young guys, but we're mostly older and there's no hitting. So like basically hitting, you go up to U18, triple A, double A hitting. And then unless you're going to college university or OHL or whatever, hitting then just stops again. So yeah. then you got to kind of read. So if you're going into men's hockey, or just fun hockey, you have to read learn how to play hockey without that skill. Yeah. Right? And I think that's a struggle for a lot of younger guys. Right. Yeah. I can, I can, I can imagine that because you know, the game gets heated, gets, you know, people get worked up. So anyway, so the G's got a lot going on this week. We got the green armband in and we got the mm-hmm. U 24 or sorry, the 2024 U18 um, all-star day. It seems like. Uh, yep. which is going to be a lot of fun. So it also says um, here that the selection similar to that of player follow the path of an official form, starting the career in house league programs to move through the North North York hockey league, Mississauga hockey league, and the GTHL competitive officiating program. So they got officiators that are coming in and uh, yeah, they've announced that. So I don't know who's on those teams, um, but yeah, that'll be fun for people going up there. So, there you go. The G you got lots going on, but um, I will have to say the G doesn't really ever respond to us. Whenever we talk to about <laughs> what they've got going on, just saying, yeah, I would like the G to just, I tag them in like a lot of our stuff. We talk about them. It'd be We've been uh, pretty pro G. We haven't been, we're, we're pro G, but they are, it could turn, it could turn on them. Can, they're, they got to give us some love. Like just say good job guys or something. It would be nice to hear a little bit from them. Wouldn't it? Uh, well, they, they also had, uh, cause I know a lot of people have been wondering about what the playoff formats this year. were going to be in the G uh, because mm. with, since COVID it's really, um, it's switched around. There's been uh, a lot more round robin um, formats for all ages. Some teams, all ages, making the playoffs. Um, so this year, they've sort of gone back to how it was pre-COVID for the most part. Now, so can I ask a question? Sure. So, so you're talking about the GTHL has announced their playoff formats for all the yes. single A and age groups, or like the. Yeah the A, double A and triple A by age group. Yeah. And so I didn't even, the, the shocking thing for me is again, my naiveness here is that I didn't even know that there were different four. I just always thought it was like, you know, top six or eight teams go into a round Robin. They play the, like a best of three or something and they move on, but they have different formats by age group by, you know, skill level, don't they? Well, uh, mo- yeah, definitely, definitely skill level. There is a little bit of difference and age in the U 10 to 12. It's, the top six make the first round of the playoffs and then the seventh place to the remaining number of teams in the league, they play a round Robin to decide who the seventh and eighth seeds will be to make that next round Robin. And then okay. from there they go down to the final four or two. And then, 
they have a champion. In U13, uh, only the top eight make the playoffs. Right. And U13 uh, to what? U16 or U18? Well, U13 to U18, um, just the top eight make the playoffs. Although there is one U13. Yeah. There's 13 teams. Top eight yeah. make the playoffs and they yes. play around Robin. U13 double A. Oh, double A. Okay. In the East, there's I eight said, teams, yeah. but all right. eight in the East make the playoffs and they play around Robin. Right. In the Got West, there's West. 13 teams. Oh. But okay. only the top eight make the playoffs. So Understood. if you've ninth to yeah. 13th, you're out. Okay. But then, I understand it, now. But then in the a single A. Yeah. There's 12 teams in the East. The top eight make it. But in the West, there's yeah. only seven teams total, but only the six make it. So six I don't know why they, they didn't have all seven make it there. But Yeah, who knows? Um, we'll have to bring and, it up with the ambassador of the West, I guess. Who's that? Yeah, he's got to do a little job of selling. And then U14 up. Or she, yeah. U14, we're not round robin. We're series. So one verse eight, series. two verse seven. Three verse six and four verse right. five, right? Yeah. So that's uh, so that's a and, change because and then it's points right? five or something. Uh, for triple A, it's best three of five. Best so three of five. They play uh, overtime if there's a tie in any We've game. Got it. Yeah. Where double A and single A, it's a six point series. Six so point. Uh, they only play overtime if it was in that last game where they both, if you both had five points right. and you play that last game, then they would so, play overtime. So you actually can play more games in the and, single and double A. Yeah. Cause last year we were in the playoffs. I felt like we played till like, I don't know, Canada day. I know we didn't, but like it felt like forever. Yeah. And cause I know I had to give up tickets to the Jays home opener because we had a game that night and I had tickets yeah. to the Jays home opener. And yeah, and what's that? April. So that's well into April, yeah. which I guess is not late. But then it kept going. That was like early in it. But anyway, okay. So playoff formats, lots going on. G, lots going on in the G. Everyone's running into playoffs. Yeah, hundred percent. And uh, good. Okay. Well, listen. Last week, um, I said we could do Don Montgomery or Fastino Toros. So I'm ready to talk about Don Montgomery. But I know. Um, we might save that to next week. What do you think? Yeah, we maybe should save it to next week because this one is running. Okay, why don't we save Don Montgomery for next week? Why don't we go into the rankings? So there hasn't been a ton of movement this week in the rankings. U10. U10 AAA continues to have G teams in the top three spots and five of the top nine overall with the Toronto Mar- Marlboros remaining in top spot. The Marlboros extended their league winning streak to seven games on Monday night with a 4-2 win over the second-ranked Vaughn Kings at Scotiapond. U10 AA has three of the top ten from the G, with the EastEnders winners of 12 straight games leading uh, G teams in second spot. This Saturday at Westwood Arena, the Ticats will face the fifth-ranked Toronto Wolverines, who have won 13 straight games. Should be a terrific matchup. Now, I'm guessing that is just like an exhibition game that the two teams have have uh, scheduled because it's definitely not in their league their league uh, schedule. Um, okay. Also, at this age, uh, the seventh ranked Head Reef Thunder uh, won the Oakville Rangers Winter Classic, going six and zero in that tournament. So, congrats to that team. Nice. Um, nice. U10 single A still waiting for a G team in the top 10 with the Vaughn Rangers, the top G team in 31st spot, two, uh, two ahead of Forest Hill. 
Forest Hill suffered a pair of losses last week, falling 2-1 to the 48th-ranked Avenue Road Ducks and 6-2 to the 82nd-ranked Toronto Arrows. A lot of teams in uh, single A. That's great. 82. Well, that's in a, yeah, that's a ton. And that's in a ton. And there's even more like that. Like Toronto Arrows aren't at the bottom of the rankings. There's, right. There's a lot of teams. U11. U11 AAA sees a G holding down the top three spots in four of the top five with JRC in top spot. Shout out to the 42nd ranked Toronto Titans who have won two of their last three league games after winning just one in their first 21 games. U11 AA now has three G teams in the top 10 with the Vaughn Panthers still the top G team rising two spots to fourth. The Panthers have won 18 straight league games while the seventh ranked Mississauga Beast have won nine straight and lead the Panthers by two points for top spot in the West. U11 Single A still has no teams from the G in the top 10 with the Lee Side Flames, the top G team in 16th spot. Team to watch out for is the 34th ranked Von Rangers, who have won 11 straight league games and have a commanding lead in the West standings. And hold on, how, they, they've won 11 games in a row? Yes, and they're and ranked 34th. 34. Okay. Yeah. We got to get into that math there on that one, I think. Yeah. U12. U12 AAA remains a G dominated loop with uh, holding four of the, t- the top four spots and seven of the top nine. Big game, big game coming up Saturday at Herb Carnegie when the top-ranked and first-place North York Rangers face the third-ranked and third-place Toronto Marlboros. U12 AA has the top two-ranked teams in Ontario and three of the top five, all from the GTHL West Division, with the Fustina Toros in top spot. The Oakville Rangers Winter Classic saw an all-GTHL East final with the 28th-ranked Markham Islanders beating the 17th-ranked Scarborough Young Bruins 3-0 in the final. Nice. U12 single A still has zero teams from the GTHL in the top 10 with the Vaughn Panthers, the top G team, despite falling two spots to 14th. Big game this Friday at Oriole Arena between the top two teams in the East Division when North North York faces Ted Reeve. U13. U13 AAA continues with the top two and three of the top five from the G with JRC and the Vaughn Kings remaining 1-2. The fifth-ranked Toronto Marlboros are starting to make a push winners of four straight games, including a 3-1 win over those second-ranked Kings on Monday night. Nice. U13 AA now has two teams in the top ten from the G with Force Till Force leading the way in eighth spot. The 14th-ranked Duffield Devils are the lone G team to make it to the Silver Stick Finals this weekend in Port Huron. Good luck to those guys. U13 single A. Isn't that the place? Yeah, they got to do That's the border. That's the border crossing. That's where one. some games are in Canada, some in some the, in US. the US. Bring your passport. Right. Uh, U13 single A still has no teams in the top 10 from the G. Lee Side Flames number one continue to be the top G team, moving up three spots to 33rd. Big game next Tuesday when the top two teams in the East meet when the second place Lee Side Flames face first place and 37th ranked West Hill at Scarborough Centennial. U14. U14 AAA has the top six ranked teams all from the G in seven of the top nine with Marco Major still leading the way. Potential upset of the year. The second ranked and first place Mississauga Senators losing one nothing to the 37th ranked North York Rangers Monday night at Paramount. Mm-hmm. Well, no Congrats one bats a thousand. Guys. Yeah, that, I mean, no, like, that's a, 
that's a huge accomplishment for that North York Rangers team because I know yeah. they've had some tough struggles this year. So for yeah. them to win a game like that is huge. Yeah, that is good for them. And Paramount, where is Paramount? Where is uh, Mississauga. It's in Mississauga. I don't know exactly in Mississauga, but it's a. Is that the old ice? land or something like that no iceland's still there iceland's Iceland's still there i think they're close by though i think yeah it might be like a a street might separate them yeah okay yeah right okay i definitely know where it is then nice uh u14 double a three of the top four spots and four of the top 10 with the von rangers continuing as the top g team in second spot the fourth ranked toronto eagles have been a tournament force all year long they made another final last weekend in oakville where they were upset by the 34th ranked West Niagara two to one in the final. West Niagara, we've played them in some tournaments. I always Flying feel aces. like, is that what they are? Yeah. Yeah. There's actually a cool little diner down there. I think it's called the Flying Saucer, actually, down in Niagara. That's that's nice, oh, Good nice. breakfast place. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> uh, they always they always seem to be a pretty good hockey team. That West Niagara team. Yeah, I think they have a decent size um, yeah. region to pull from. So I think they get some pretty good players. Uh, U14 single A has an impressive seven of the top 10 from the G with the Toronto Eagles remaining in top spot for the ninth week in a row. Another big upset on Monday night saw the second ranked and first in the East Forest Hill Force fall to the 12th ranked and seventh place North Toronto 3-2 at North Toronto Arena. U15 triple A sees the G with the top four and five of the top nine spots. But again, change at the top with the Don Mills Flyers passing the Toronto Titans to move into second, JRC remaining in top spot. The Flyers look to extend their four-game winning streak this Friday against the fourth-ranked Toronto Marlboros. That's been a tight race up there all all season. Those top three teams are jumping back and forth. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, because the Titans were at the top for a bit, weren't they? Yep, they moved up there, and and the Flyers and JRC have all, I think, had a piece of it at some point. Yeah, good for them. U15 AA has three teams in the top five from the G, with the Vaughn Panthers leading the way in third. Big move for the 17th-ranked Streetsville Tigers as they won the Oakville Rangers Winter Classic last weekend. U15 Single A continues its dominance, holding down the top five spots in seven of the top nine, with Forestville remaining in top spot. Ted Reeve, as you talked about earlier, still in 13th, despite their big 3-2 leave win us alone. seventh-ranked North Toronto. That's what I'm saying. Just leave us yeah. alone, okay? We like 13. You, you want to stay there. We, You know what? We've established our real estate. You know, we're going to build up some fences on either side. We're not moving. We like it. You guys feel, though, like a team that can beat anyone. Yeah, we can. Like you're you're, but you're capable can of beating anyone, anyone, but you can too. lose to anyone as well. <laughs> but we had a great game on Thursday last week. Kale yeah. and the team had these two snipe shots that got us in, and then a great assist for a third shot to make a 3-2 win over them. And, uh, yeah, it was a fun – Yeah, they were really fun. They, they tear at your emotional heartstrings, which I think is no different than any other team for any other parent, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You stick U16 AAA now has five of the top 10 from the G with the Vaughn Kings remaining as a top team in Ontario for the ninth week in a row. Team to watch out for the third ranked JRC of one nine straight and sit, but they still sit fourth place in the league standing. U16 AA now has just uh, one team from the G with uh, in the top 10 with the Mississauga Beast moving up one spot to fourth. Big game in the West Thursday night when the 13th ranked Vaughn Rangers faced 41st ranked Streetsville at Vic Johnson. Just six points separate the two teams in the West standings. U16 single A sees the G continue to dominate, holding the top six spots with 
North Toronto remaining in top spot. 18th ranked Don Mills Mustangs making a late season run. Six straight wins to move into fourth place in the East. And that's it for uh, this week in the standings. That's good. All right. Well, everyone's should be some really movement be- next week. Hold in position. Well, we didn't actually have a ton of games. We've only had one game since we last talked. Uh, yeah. They have a game tonight, game tomorrow night. And then, yeah. And then we, we're heading out to a tournament next week in Rochester. Oh, Rochester. Nice. Oh, sure. uh, Austin's yeah. team. We're in um, Alliston. Kodak. Uh, new, new to, that's where Rochester is the home of no Kodak. I think it's the home of Kodak or Fiji. It's one of those camera, like big camera really, companies. Eh? I'm pretty sure. Also, the home of Constellation Brands, which owns Corona and a oh. bunch of other things. Mm, yeah. I didn't know Rochester, Rochester had was a bit of a such a history. A history of. Uh, I'll let you know when I'm down there. I'll be staying at the DoubleTree, Rochester. I can see if I can find out some more facts around Rochester. Three hours, twenty minute drive. It said. See, that's, I always thought find Rochester feels further away than you think. Right. Like you feel like it should be close. Like you hit Buffalo yeah. and it's Rochester. Yeah, yeah. but it's I know not. What you mean. There's, it's a bit of a, no, there's a bit of a, a, bit of a if you live in Kingston, I actually think it's actually pretty fast. You just kind of whip around that way. I think. Yeah, probably that would yeah. make sense. But, Cause Rochester is uh, actually directly across from like Wellington and Prince Edward County. If you draw a straight line, I think it's a straight line to Rochester. Yeah, when we're listening to uh, the radio, uh, as yeah. most people do in Wellington, <laughs> uh, we get the Rochester country music. Oh, really? Station. That's what we get. Yeah. There you go. So there. Yeah, I think I could probably boat there in an hour. Be Let's fantastic. do it. Let's do it this summer. Just, just jump in. It better be a calm day, yeah. otherwise we're all dead. Um, so we're going to Rochester, and then Clive's got a Leaside tournament that weekend, next weekend. So it'll be good. Oh, so so you're divide and conquer like we are divide this weekend. That's right. Yeah, because you're where? Austin and I are off to uh, the TNT Tornadoes are hosting us in New Tecumseh. TNT. New Tecumseh. Uh, the rec center yeah. there, this Tecumseh. This, this, um, Tecumseh. Um, we played the hosts 7.30 a.m. on Friday. I think oh. they're trying to sandbag us there. Mm. They're trying That's to where you got to order pizzas to their house at like three in the morning. Keep them up. Yeah. You know, old school <laughs> styles. We're, we're, we're going, we're going to be better coming hot. And then Barrett's team is heading down to Detroit area to play in a triple nice. uh, A showcase uh, thing where they're, and they're going to go see the Red Wings game on, I think Saturday night. So they're going to have a big weekend. Take so it up. Bus mean? Cause they're a double A team. And what do you mean? A yeah. AAA showcase. So they're just going to well, like, throw themselves. It's not like a tournament. Okay. Yeah, it's not a tournament. You just you have like games scheduled against these teams, um, okay. but win or it's lose, organized. you play the same amount of games. Yeah, there's no the, um, just more hockey. Yeah, like, it's just when more people hockey. were like, we're gonna have regular season, we're gonna have tournaments, we're gonna have silver stick tournaments, and then someone in the boardroom was like, I got a new idea. Yeah, and they're like, what's that? And they're like, just another weekend where we play a bunch of teams that we don't normally play. We're gonna call it going. a showcase. And do you have to pay to get into it? Yeah, I'm sure we. Oh yeah, something. yeah, and we're gonna yeah. But did that, but this time, if you call it a showcase, you don't have to give them trophies. No, so we you needed more hockey. There. I understand. Yeah. We needed more hockey, and they. But I'm a little jealous. I'd like to be going on the the, the coach. I, I always like a good coach yeah. trip. Okay, but the truth is, the coach trip there, fantastic, great. Coach, coach, coach trip, trip back is loud. Horrible, yeah. horrible. Every time I got yeah. wise to this when I was older, and I yeah. used to have a job that would take me on like football trips and things like that for like work. Mm-hmm. I was in the beer industry, as you know, and so we did this bus trip from Minneapolis, uh, from Thunder Bay down to Minneapolis. And I'll tell you, the drive to Minneapolis 
yeah. was fantastic. Like party yeah. and like, you know, blah, 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 blah. The ride home after a long day of football and tailgating was horrible. Yeah. So I got really smart and I would just stay in Minneapolis and fly wow. back. Oh, that's really, yeah. that's a, that's a smart move. Yeah. I got we, smart to it. We did a bus drive. We, uh, during COVID, we took a, a char, uh, like a coach bus down to cover the masters. And so we that's didn't right. fly and it was fun to go down there for 21 hours, uh, yeah. getting ridiculously drunk on the way home and then trying yeah. to survive a hangover on the bus. Not so much. Fun. Yeah. No, not so much fun. So, all right. Well, listen, we're going to come back next week. We, we're still trying to – we hope to have some interviews, but it's been really tough scheduling is what we're finding right now. So stay tuned yes. for some more interviews. That's getting the schedule locked in has been the challenging part or even having Puffy respond to an email. But we'll also get to that one. <laughs> also challenging. Puffy, does this work for you? Eight, but I, I was a little later. up in the, I was a little bit up in the I don't know. I don't know if it works for Puffy, Mr. Guest. So we'll let you know. <laughs> um, uh, but we'll talk about Don Montgomery. So song of the week. You got oh, a song before we sign off here today? I do. My okay. song is uh, uh, Dua Lipa, uh, uh-huh. Houdini. Have you heard yeah, Houdini? I, I'm probably. Is it like from... It's her new new monster hit. Okay. I like it. I like her a lot. I think she's great. It's got an 80s. I'd go see her in concert. Yeah, I would. If she came, would you go with me? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we went to Kesha. Why wouldn't we see her? I always say her name wrong, though, I think. Dua Lipa? Dua. Dua Lipa. Is it Dua Lipa? Dua Lipa. I don't even attempt anymore because every time I say it in my house, I get corrected. So I just say her, I guess. My song is uh, one that just came up. I used it on our Instagram story this week. It's called Trendsetter by Connor Price and Havaya Mighty. Uh, great little song. I think it's a, like a TikTok song that just went off. Yeah, and got, yeah. Do you know that song? I never. I know. I I know the Connor Price kid from TikTok. He's Canadian. I think he's yeah, Canadian. Okay. But he's got yeah, he's a really good rapper. He's he's a really good yeah. rapper. Is it? Yeah, that's what it, I took away from the one little clip I got from him. But he, uh, I don't have TikTok, so it just uh, you know I get it. You know, three weeks later on my old man Instagram. You don't have TikTok? Not, no, I don't have TikTok. How? I don't know why. I don't know. I just don't. I don't have TikTok. I know lots of people that don't have TikTok. TikTok's how I get my news now, which is not good. I know. <laughs> I know. I listen to enough podcasts that tell me that. But um, no, I don't have TikTok. I don't have it yet. Although I do think we should have a To The Ring. Um, TikTok? TikTok, which someone else has to run because I don't have it. And I don't know how to use it. And then Ozzy said he was going to run. He never really did anyway so. uh, yeah ozzy would be our hope because i don't know how to run i don't the only thing i know about like i don't put anything on tiktok i just watch tiktok just watch tiktok anyway well there you go if anyone wants to help us out and run the to the Rink podcast tiktok account give us a call also carol to anyone if anyone has any good bad crazy parent stories send them in to us because i would love mm-hmm. to hear some good crazy parent stories as we're in the back half of the year here i don't know why mm-hmm. i have a fix in for that right now we could judge if they're actually like bad or not like as far as like if we right because there was a bunch more fines this week is you know was what we're we're talking about i think i think i saw some more fines around what was going on and there's or i was in a discussion around and then i was like i just want to know more and this father of one of our team was talking about a time a guy threw a slushy in the middle of the ice and it was all red and oh god that's terrible yeah Yeah, and like another one where like two parents like fought at like the charity golf tournament and stuff like so that's all right no names in but i do love a good story like that who doesn't really Uh, the one thing is 
as a parent, you should never be responsible for a delay in the game. So by throwing a slushy on the ice or we had a parent right. earlier okay, this year it, open yeah. a door and start yelling on the ice. Like if you want to be in a, do, do not slow down the game, delay the game. I, yeah, I, that's a good rule. That's a for, good first rule. Good first filter for sure. We had a parent years ago. I'll tell mine real quick. She walked, opened the door and walked onto the ice up to the ref. Like, yeah, like you, you can't know, a good 20, 15 feet onto the rink. Like you can't do that mid game. Yeah. Walk on. No, no. Never anyway. All right. So we want those stories. Everybody, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, it's been a real, real great time doing these. So we're going to keep doing them. It's a lot of fun. We hope to have some interviews soon. Uh, other than that, listen to us on all platforms and YouTube and follow us on Instagram. And we appreciate it. Puffy, anything else for the week? No, no. Just go Thai Cats. Go Thai Cats. There you go. Go Thunder. Go everybody. Have a great week. Stoff, thanks so much for doing this. We'll see everybody soon. Take care.